good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, May 9th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We are going to read a passage again from the book of Acts. But before we get to that, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, we know that it is you who heals hearts. We know it is you who heals broken spirits. We know it is you who transforms lives. We ask that your spirit would come in the world and heal what is fractured, to mend what is broken, and to save what is being destroyed. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Friends, in light of the Easter season, we've been looking at all the ways the gospel is spread. So listen now to a passage from the 16th chapter of the book of Acts, verses 16 through 34. One day, as we were going to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners a great deal of money by fortune-telling. While she followed Paul and us, she would cry out, These men are slaves of the Most High God who proclaim to you a way of salvation. She kept doing this for many days, but Paul, very much annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I order you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her, and it came out that very hour. But when her owners saw that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the authorities. When they had brought them before the magistrates, they said, These men are disturbing our city. They are Jews and are advocating customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to adopt or observe. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates had them stripped of their clothing and ordered them to be beaten with rods. After they had given them a severe flogging, they threw them into prison and ordered the jailer to keep them securely. Following these instructions, he put them in the innermost cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. Now about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was an earthquake, so violent that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were unfastened. When the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors wide open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself since he supposed that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted in a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. The jailer called for lights, and rushing in, he fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them outside and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They answered, Believe on the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. They spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. At the same hour of the night, he took them and washed their wounds, and then he and his entire family were baptized without delay. He brought them up into the house, 
and set food before them. And he and his entire household rejoiced that he had become a believer in God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Tara, how are you? And uh, what's some good things you see going on either in this congregation or in the church worldwide? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm doing great. Um, And there's so many good things, I think, going on. Um, It continually amazes me that we hear all of this news about the decline of the church, and yet I sat with 10 people who are interested in being a part of our congregation Mm -hmm. and who are here every Sunday, and um, that's always a sign of joy and life. Hmm. What about you? Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's fun checking in with uh, friends across the country who are in different contexts and who are in different uh, churches and are working in different ways. And I think it's just always a joy to hear about how, uh, you know, one pretty much the reason I, cho- I chose to receive the call of ministry was seeing how, all these different churches work out how to serve God in their individual context uh, within their local community. And so, like, hearing uh, what my parents' church is doing in Tucson with immigrants or hearing what, you know, what a, a church in Indianapolis is, is doing within their community, uh, it's, it just brings me joy that uh, each church is, like, reaching out to their specific uh, people in a specific way. Uh, and I just love that. <laughs> me too. But to do our our scripture, the text says that Paul is annoyed with this slave girl. Why why is he annoyed? So I don't think Paul is annoyed so much with the girl as he is annoyed with the spirit that has overtaken this poor girl. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things we see in the Gospels is that sometimes Jesus' own disciples uh, don't understand him, and we have all of the faithful people who hear him in the course of his life and don't respond to him. And yet there are places where even evil spirits recognize him as being the most high God. And so what we have here is a poor girl who has been overtaken by the spirit, a spirit of divination. She's being exploited by her owners because of it. And so Paul is very much tired of this spirit constantly Um, being after them and shouting this news to all the world. And so he frees her. He frees her from the spirit. Now, you would think that would be a celebration. Yes, to be Mm -hmm. freed from the spirit that has kind of taken over your whole body. But instead, what we quickly realize is that her owners aren't glad because they've been using her um, for money. And so what's interesting is that they bring them in front of the magistrates and it isn't that they don't say you know they have prevented us from making more money they basically accuse them of being rebels right they're disturbing our city they are advocating customs that are not lawful as romans they make it into a political charge when really it's an economic one Mm -hmm. but a political charge will get you jailed whereas the other might not Mm -hmm. What do you hear about this poor slave girl and her owners? Yeah, I was really interested, uh, 
just it's I think it's kind of a funny phrase to read about but Paul who was very much annoyed I'm like oh yeah me and Paul got a lot going on together because I feel that but it seemed uh just interesting to me I looked up that word it actually only occurs twice in the New Testament um and both are in Acts uh, and which word is that uh, the word for annoyed I don't it's very I gotcha long. yeah yeah, yeah. diaponema no. no I was just I was asking for the English I'm all good yeah um and the other the other section uh, is at the beginning of Acts four uh, after Paul or after Peter gives his speech and uh, the Sadducees and Pharisees are upset at the polemic that he's made about them about the the Israelite people being guilty for for crucifying Jesus and it says that they are very much annoyed and so it's this kind of um it's this deep uh, and so the glosses are like annoyed distressed deeply grieved uh there's there's and it's not just like oh i'm irked because this person's annoying there's this deeply emotive aspect to it uh and i think that comes from uh this this one this young girl uh who is unnamed in her slavery who uh is being taken advantage of uh that the spirit is recognizing them as the most high but there's this interesting connection i think of these men are slaves of the most high god now, throughout the New Testament, we hear uh, Paul and Peter write about us being servants and slaves of Jesus Christ. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, slavery in servanthood and, and things like that, you know, there's this constant double edge and ownership that happens. Uh, and, I, and I think that uh, Paul is, or Peter uh, is, is perhaps, be, or Paul, sorry, Paul is, um, annoyed at and distressed that this young woman has been taken advantage of uh who is proclaiming that these men are slaves as a slave herself uh and i think that that's the wrong image you know uh for what um servitude to god looks like uh of, of this taking advantage of of this uh woman who has been young woman who's who's being exploited as you said and so um paul commands the spirit to come out uh, that it's a recognition but it's almost a false recognition in some ways from from how the spirit is existing in the world um and so i uh and then as you said you know the owners take that as offense that uh that their hope of making money was gone uh their economic exploits had been taken away their ownership of this person was now worthless to them um and so there's a really interesting uh, power dynamic in all of this that's happening. Yeah, it's funny the the use of the word uh, slave here, right? Mm-hmm. So we have a slave girl who um, is never free. Mm-hmm. She's enslaved by the spirit here, um, the spirit of divination. She's enslaved by her owners who are using her for money. But then we also have Paul and the new followers of Jesus Christ, and they are also slaves of the Lord, but in that slavery they find freedom, this ability to go out and care for others and lead their lives. Um, And it's not, I mean, even in the book of Acts and in the New Testament, even women who are enslaved of the Most High God are free, right? Free to go about proclaiming the gospel, and they have this salvation and and righteousness with God that is enviable. So we'll look more, I think, at the idea of slavery and freedom when we look at the second half of this passage on Friday. But I'm going to end with a really silly quote from Miss Piggy, who has said, 
Only time can heal your broken heart, just as only time can heal his broken arms and legs. I have no idea why I chose that, except it made me giggle, and it's a Monday. So there you go. Listen, anytime we can bring Jim Henson into our lives, I think we're doing all right. (laughs) Thank you all for being with us. We'll see you again on Wednesday as we go to the Gospel of Luke. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.